Hello. Hey. Hi. How's it going, everybody? Pretty good. Great. Good. That's good. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that it's going well for everybody. Um. <laughs> so I want to. Uh, oh, welcome to uh, our podcast where we watch <laughs> movies and then talk about them. We watch movies and then talk about them. Yes. Right? That's what we've we're decided that's so. our official yeah. name, right? <laughs> okay, the that podcast is, that where is we the watch movies. official name. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I wanted oh, sorry, by the way. Um my name is Andrew. I'm the host, I guess. Um I have here Becca. Yep. Hey. Sid. Hey. Trivia Sid. Yes, that's me. Because she gives us the trivia. The good Sid with a Y. Yeah. Yes. Trivia Sid. Yes. Well, as we learned last time in Children of Men, sometimes bad Sids can be spelled with a Y. That's true. Doesn't happen very often, though. It's true. So I would like to start us out today, if that's all right. Um, all right. With a, a small treat that I've prepared. Okay. Um, Preparation. I'd like everybody to... I have my phone here, and I'd like everybody to gather around. And we're gonna enjoy Your something phone? together. Oh, yeah, so okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out okay. out in front of all of us. Got it. Hey everyone, we are live from my backyard where I am smoking a brisket and some ribs. I am I'm making meats now. Smoking these meats this. here. Our little meat smoking. It's smoking. So I'm the meat chef. Yeah. Someone asked me, do I smoke meat? Smoking meat. Smoking these meats. Smoking meats earlier in the day. <laughs> smoking these meats. Just set the charcoal up and you set the, the wood chips up. And then smoking meats. Grilling, grilling meats. Good smoky flavor. Smoke a brisket for like 12 hours. You smoke lemon chicken. Smoke salmon. You'll love it. Bison sirloin. <laughs> ribs and sausage. So I'm looking forward to, to that. <laughs> uh, today we got a brisket on the big guy. And some pork ribs uh, on, on, uh, on the green egg. meat like a brisket i got ribs in there <laughs> finishing off the brisket and the ribs and i'm just sitting in our backyard finishing off this brisket and these ribs but hopefully for canadian thanksgiving you get to eat a lot of brisket and ribs how many of you guys are, are eating brisket and ribs tonight brisket and and ribs they taste doubly better when um when you hunted the animal yourself so what are, what are you guys making for dinner Brisket and ribs, I hope. Delicious. Brisket and ribs. The ribs and the brisket need to be eaten. I want to try your brisket. I want to try my brisket. It, it's a pretty tough cut of meat. The ribs and the brisket. Are you excited to have a rib tonight? <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back ribs. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Sweet baby raised barbecue sauce. That is going on the ribs. Sweet baby raised. Sweet baby raised. Sweet baby raised. Sweet baby raised is very good. Sweet baby raised. Sweet baby rays. We have just applied the sweet baby rays. Sweet baby rays. Sweet baby rays. Maybe throw some sweet baby rays on the ribs and take it from there. She's waiting for her ribs. I mean, she she knows what's coming. And sweet baby rays. So that's uh, that's that's pretty good. Who doesn't like ribs? Everyone likes ribs. Everyone likes ribs. Excuse me. Yeah. No. This is. This is what Facebook Live is, is for, just hanging out while you're sitting in your backyard uh, waiting for your brisket and your ribs to finish smoking. <laughs> you guys roll it in. You guys, check this out. This is, oh yeah, that's, oh, wow. oh, look that's at that. Nice. Pretty good. Looking pretty good on the brisket. Uh, you just lost. So yeah, bye yeah. guys. 
So uh, I I opened today's podcast with that. Um, Mark Zuckerberg. Mostly for perspective. To to show that no matter what we see in this movie, and no matter what is true or untrue or semi-true, the fact of the matter is, is that in 2018, that's what Mark Zuckerberg has become. (laughs) (laughs) Is just a guy in his backyard. And mind you, his backyard is probably smaller than the table that we're recording at right now. Yeah, why is that so small? He's just smoking meats. Just smoking them. Brisket. Sweet baby rays. Sweet baby rays. <laughs> smoking meat. Smoke salmon. Smoke chicken. No, he, it actually no you only good. smoke brisket and ribs. <laughs> but he mentioned the salmon and the chicken. And then, he says, and then he says, this is what Facebook Live is for. <laughs> Sitting this in your backyard. <laughs> what are you guys having for dinner tonight? Brisket and ribs, I hope. How many people watched that Facebook live stream? And went out and bought brisket and ribs, do you think? I'm sure way too many. I want to see the sales spike at Dickie's Barbecue <laughs> the day that that, that uh, Facebook Live happened. Oh, my gosh. So, um... We haven't even told them what movie we watched tonight. Well, it's in the title. Take a guess. We are watching uh, Aladdin 3, King of Thieves, today. Isn't that the second one? No, the second one is Return of Jafar. I hate myself for not knowing that. It's terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. I no. won't even think, I think I've seen the third. Oh, The King of Thieves is straight to, straight to VHS in the that's 90s. A, that's the best kind. Yeah. When did that come That's out? what we're watching next week, everybody. Where next week, we will be watching uh, Aladdin, King of Thieves. On VHS. Well, you can't get it <laughs> any other way. Gotta find a VHS player. Um. <laughs> uh, Oh, wow. You can't even find it on IMDb. Seriously? I'm sure I could. I don't know how to spell Aladdin. It's two Ds. Yeah, two Ds. Oh, it's two two Ls? One L, two Ds. Yes. Aladdin. So, yeah. The Return of Jafar came out in 1994. Aladdin and the King of Thieves, 1996. When I was the King of Thieves disrupts Aladdin and Jasmine's long-anticipated wedding, looking for an oracle that will lead him to an even bigger treasure. His true identity causes trouble for Aladdin. Uh, spoiler alert, it's his dad. The King of Thieves is his dad. Mm. I must be going crazy because I could have sworn that was the second one. No, Return to Jafar is definitely the second one. Oh my gosh. Uh, it did win. It won uh, an Annie Award in oh. 1997 right. for the best home video product. I think that's just a lady named Annie who like, <laughs> I like kept this one. kept okay. a blog. Oh, and it was a winner at the World Animation Celebration Best Direct to Home Video Production. <laughs> so, and should we start our own awards? I really the Andrew Becca Sid Award. Yeah. <laughs> And Blade Runner 2049 gets all of them. <laughs> okay. No, today we are talking about uh, the social network, which is the story of Facebook. Um, that's what it's about. If you want a plot rundown, that's it. That's about yep. it. It's the story of Facebook. And I kind of want us to maybe take a moment to appreciate, uh, I guess, just the the weird crap that all came together to make this movie happen. So this movie was directed by David Fincher, um, most well-known for movies such as Seven, 
uh, Fight Club, uh, Zodiac, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Gone Girl. Um, and he directed the video short for Suit and Tie by Justin Timberlake featuring Jay-Z. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, apparently, he's directing World War Z 2. I didn't huh. say that. Did he direct the first one? No, he didn't. No. Huh. I, I, that's breaking news for you folks. He also uh, directed Mindhunter, which is a series on Netflix that you should definitely go oh, watch. That's yes. a really good one. So good. Um, Don't watch it with your parents in the room because I made that mistake. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of uh, stuff. <laughs> Just a lot of stuff. <laughs> Just a lot. People say, I mean, it's about interviewing serial killers, so they say some messed up stuff. And if you like birds, maybe. Mm. be wary <laughs> yeah yeah or high heels oh yeah, yeah. yikes yeah. oh he also directed two episodes of house of cards um point being let's think about this so in 2003 when this movie ha- when the, when the events in this movie happened between 2003 and kind of the following years right or when the events to this movie happened i want us to think about if somebody had come up to us i mean we were children but imagine we were adults in 2003 and somebody says to us you know that guy who directed Seven and Fight Club? He's going to make a movie about Facebook. And the dude from Nine Inch Nails is going to do the music. And that guy from Sync <laughs> is going to play a pretty big role. <laughs> um, also, it's going to be written by the guy who wrote The West Wing. <laughs> like, I, I just, I, I want us to appreciate for a moment how just random the credits on this movie are <laughs> and like how disconnected they are it, I, it's just it cracks me up here i would have been sold after nsync right, right? oh yeah they're like Straight justin away. timberlake oh, yeah. is gonna play an, a very important he's gonna play sean parker we're like i don't know who that is but i'm there yes yes um and not only that but the guy from nine inch nails would win an oscar for his music <laughs> Like it's a different world. Good heavens! So uh, we'll run through that really quick. Uh, nominated for best picture, Jesse Eisenberg was nominated for best actor. David Fincher was nominated for best directing. Uh, cinematography was nominated and sound mixing, but not sound editing. Usually, you see, get nominated for both. Um, that might be something to talk about. I don't know. It won. Best screen or best adapted screenplay because this was adapted from a book. Uh, best editing, which, yeah, um, and best original score, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Mm. I feel like those are deserved. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent, hundred percent fine with each of those. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, One of my notes was it just said music. Mine so too, I guess with an I exclamation thought, mark. I don't think I know. I don't I, know if I was quite that excited. Oh, I have you B, I have soundtrack in all capitals with an exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're all on the same those way are, here. That's one yeah. of my notes. Mine's um, just music. So Mine's I guess I'm the least excited. So it goes me, Becca, Andrew. Yeah. 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 Enthusiasm here. Towards the music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's go around the table and uh, let's get... Some hot takes. Becca. All right. Well, I guess I'll take it away with music. I thought that the music in the movie was very, very good and really like helped me engage in what was happening. Also, the acting, I thought, was just like spot on. So I guess initially those would be my main two takeaways, but the music and acting was incredible. 
short but sweet all right sid hot takes um yeah i agree music and acting was really good um one of my first notes that i already told these guys was just jesse eisenberg what a twat um (laughs) which i think really wraps up his whole performance um but one thing that i also really liked was the dialogue it's um especially in the very first scene between um you know mark zuckerberg and his girlfriend it's very quick and it's very um intriguing and it's just i just thought the script was really good throughout the whole movie i half of the time i didn't know what they were saying but i thought it was really good so um on that note um for anybody who has never heard of it there is a great youtube channel out there called lessons from the screenplay and he actually does like a 15 minute video breaking down that dialogue between um mark and his girlfriend in the first scene like taking it like line by line and showing why it's genius and why aaron sorkin is Mm -hmm. just like a freaking awesome dude so Mm. that's interesting that you pulled that scene specifically because there happens to be a video out there by somebody i'll have to watch it who is better at analyzing screenplays than we are well it's true like that beginning scene like you immediately just jump into this like yeah quick paced dialogue that Mm -hmm. is throughout the entire movie that you have to kind of keep up with but you just jump right into the movie which i think is great i gotta give that girl props though i feel like i mean everybody's had that moment where you get in an argument with somebody and then like two hours later you think of the best line and you want to (laughs) like call them and, and tell them but when she gets up and she's like you're gonna be very successful but you're going to go through your life thinking that girls don't like you because you're a nerd. But I want you to know from the bottom of my heart that's not true. It's because you're an <laughs> asshole. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, that is, that, like, you, you peaked right there. Like, you yes. could not, you could yes. not have delivered a better line. Yes. <laughs> like, and then he just sits there and he kind of, like, fumbles with the two beers. Like, uh-huh. he doesn't know what, uh, it's just so good. Um, yeah, I love this movie. Um. I'm a very, very big fan of it. I love David Fincher. Um, love Aaron Sorkin. I love Justin Timberlake as an actor. Oh, yes. He's really good. Um, I don't know that I've been disappointed in really anything that he's done that I've seen him in. I think he's really good in Trolls, I would have to say. Does he act in that? I haven't he's seen the it. the voice of it. I, I know he's like, know the, can't stop the feeling. Yeah, my That's nephew that, right? loves that movie. And I would say Never it's seen his, it. It's his best work. His best work. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Right. Watch it. All right. Good heavens. And this movie Next does Next week's the review. <laughs> Trolls. Freaking Trolls. Lists the cast by order of appearance. No one wants that. No, it, that doesn't, it doesn't benefit anybody except for Brian Barter, who played Billy Olsen. He's listed third right under Jesse Eisenberg and Rooney Mara. So. It doesn't even have a picture. I'm just trying to find Justin Timberlake in this list. <laughs> um, I'm curious what. He, whoa, Dakota Johnson. Mm-hmm, she was the, the oh. one night stand girl. Oh, oh. She gets naked a lot in uh, the Fifty Shades <laughs> of Grey movies. <laughs> so you should have recognized her when she came out of the shower. Right? Obviously. Uh, actually, I haven't seen any of those. Okay, I want to say that. I've never seen them. Clarify. I'm a good person. <laughs> None of us have seen Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> but I have friends that have seen it and have told me that she gets naked a lot. I assume they would. Which I guess kind of yeah makes sense for what the movie is about. <laughs> Gosh, his filmography is a disaster though because it lists all of his music videos, uh. which is very confusing. 
but yeah, love him in uh, Inside Lewin Davis. Love him oh, in yeah. The Social Network, obviously. What else is he in? Oh, he's in Shrek the Third. Oh, yeah. Remember that? We're going to review that one, too. Yeah, we're going to yeah. do a very special series all on the, uh, the Shrek series. We're There's four of them? Yeah. We're going to watch all four all Let's in one, one day. And it's going to be eight hours long. Yep. Get ready, everyone. <laughs> all right. Shrek Marathon. coming. Did you know Sid is usually the trivia person? I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring it, though. Uh, Justin Timberlake. His middle name is Randall. Randall. Justin <laughs> Randall Timberlake. <laughs> So just that. stick with R. Huh? Justin R. Timberlake. I don't think that's how middle names work. <laughs> you don't get to just pick. Um, so yeah, but Hot Takes, love the movie. Big, big fan of it. I think that there's some very specific reasons why it works. And I bring up at the beginning the uh, the kind of weird confluence of people that come together. Because I think it's those people coming from such different places that allows this movie to function so well and to be so entertaining. Um, so there's a few things that I want to bring up. And it's interesting. I did not know that this movie won uh, for editing because that was actually one of my notes is how much the editing serves, obviously, the pacing of the film, but everything else about it. Um, it's It's filmed and edited like a crime thriller or like a crime drama which makes sense because that's yeah. what david fincher makes mm-hmm. apart from benjamin button that's really kind of his bread and butter <laughs> right and, and benjamin button i don't care what the academy says benjamin button is a bad movie <laughs> it's and children of men should have been nominated instead of that it's true it's boring and brad pitt's performance is not his best <laughs> we all know his best performance is in burn after reading as we talked about last week. There you go. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> um, so that's that's one of the things that I think uh, really makes it work is that it's filmed and written and edited like a crime drama. It's it really is a courtroom drama mm-hmm. if you think about it because we're flipping back between these two depositions between the Winklevi, which is just <laughs> I don't know why that's so, so funny great. to me. Between the Winklevi and uh, Eduardo, which in what world does any person named Eduardo look like Andrew Garfield? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but we're, we're glad to have him. He works it. It's fine. Yeah, but um, I mean, yeah, and even, even like a lot of the themes like, you know, deception, manipulation, uh, jealousy, all of that shares so much with um, really what David Fincher makes so well again if you look at something like seven or even like gone girl which came out after this but still um it it really thrives on a lot of those same ideas that he uh like i said he's he's kind of built his name on and i think that was such an interesting choice because this could have been just a biopic of mark zuckerberg right Mm -hmm. but instead the way that he frames the story allows him to both tell the story but also play to his strengths which i think was a really smart decision and also just getting aaron sorkin to write it yeah i totally didn't even think about that at all until you just mentioned that but i think that's what really makes this movie so captivating is that it does feel like a a thriller almost like you're just trying to figure out what's going to happen even though we know what happens but I was like 
on the edge of my seat the entire time. Like I was very into it because of how it was filmed, I think, and edited. But it, it also, I mean, with that said, it also does serve as a really interesting character portrait of Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. I think that there are um, a few scenes that really, I guess, define him as a character. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of subtly done, but I think that um, the film takes time to like fully define its its main characters being Eduardo, Mark, and the Winklevi, which I will forever <laughs> call them the Winklevi because that's <laughs> hilarious. Um, so uh, I can run through. I don't want to. I guess do you guys have anything else you want to talk about with that? I I want to run through the scenes that I think define the three characters if if we're okay with that yeah yeah, go for it okay so first um excuse me i'm still a little sick so uh the first is eduardo and i think that for me the scene that most defines eduardo's character is when he goes back to new york after being in san francisco and his wacko girlfriend burns the scarf and he's trying to take the phone call from mark and she's you're going back there so soon but like (laughs) just how i i guess the 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 essence of eduardo's character is that he is a a person who is split between two places right Mm -hmm. and on the one hand he like mark went all in on facebook right like he said screw school screw everything else like this is what i do now Mm -hmm. and eduardo for whatever reason it seemed to me at least as this story was told was not willing to make that same sacrifice Mm -hmm. because if he was he would have moved out to california and put everything into this Mm -hmm. right i mean he did quit his internship and all that kind of stuff but he he didn't as as mark said in that one scene he's like i'm afraid you'll get left behind and he, he kind of was being left behind but also trying not to and i think that that scene in new york really encapsulates how just split as a person Eduardo was because of these events. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's one. I think the one that defines the Winklevi, and I actually made a note about this scene because I think it is so gosh darn genius. (laughs) Like just, I I was trying so hard not to just laugh my head off during this scene because of how well it was done. It's the, uh, the scene of their race. Oh yeah. Um and it's so smartly written, but it shows it shows the actual race with kind of the like Trent Reznor remix of whatever that song is. What what's that song called? Does anybody know? I don't know. March of the something or But the music was amazing. That part was so good. I think that was when I wrote down music because that scene was so good. Um and we see them just like killing themselves mm-hmm. and barely losing this race mm-hmm. and then the dude comes up to them <laughs> i've never seen a race that close just brutal brutally brutal. close brutally so close, close. <laughs> after that he turns around and he's like oh i was just really hoping that guy would tell me one more time how brutally close the race was like, <laughs> and it's just like again like they're trying so hard but they're also dicks mm-hmm. yeah but like you feel bad for them but also they're bad people. Yeah, like you do feel bad for them, but you also see like in that moment, you're like, I feel like it subconsciously puts into our head like, oh, they're, it tells you what's going to happen. Like sure, they get a lot of money, but like 
they barely lose the race. Yeah. Even in the movie. Um, and then again with the genius writing in both cases, um, he uses these scenes, I feel like as metaphors for the characters, but then he also manages to tie it back into the plot because the guy comes up and he's like, did you know that my British daughter is on the Facebook? <laughs> and that leads to, uh, the main Winklevi, like finally making the decision to like full on go and ensue. Mm-hmm. So he uses these scenes and same with Eduardo when he's on the phone with him and he's like, I need you to come back. We got half a million dollars. Like he uses these scenes as metaphors for the characters and what they're going through. But then he also manages to use the events happening to advance the plot. It's just genius. Yeah, I am glad that you're bringing all this up because I did not notice this or think about it at all. But now that you're saying it, I'm realizing how genius it is. (laughs) Yeah, I think when I was watching it, I was more um, plot focused. And so I wasn't really noticing, um, you know, Eduardo's development or the Winklevi. Um, so, yeah, now that I think about it, it, um, it, it enhances the storyline and the characters and their motivation, which, you know, further enhances the storyline. So, And then I think that there are a select handful of scenes that he takes to really round out Mark's character. Um, and the, I'll just run through them off the top of my head. Um, first is the, do I have your attention? <laughs> it's like, you have the minimum amount of my attention because blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wow, he's such a dick. <laughs> but like, that's just how he is. Mm-hmm. I think, um, the first scene as well, the one that we already talked about with um, him in the bar with Rooney Mara, mm-hmm. which she's, she looks a lot older now. I mean, it's been eight years since this movie came out, but, like, mm-hmm. I feel like she looks a lot older right now than she did then. I don't know. That's just mm-hmm. me. Um, then there's the scene where both scenes with Rashida Jones, I feel like, are really important. Oh, yeah. Um, where he's, like, where she's eating the salad and he's just, like, coding away. Um, but specifically the last one where he's, like, do you want to go get something to eat? And she's, like, I can't. Like, at this point in his life, he can't even get somebody to have dinner with him. He's mm-hmm. the youngest billionaire in the world, and he can't get somebody to have dinner with him. Yeah. Who's not going to, like, just use him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the other one that I freaking loved is after he gets off the phone with Eduardo, and they're partying inside of the house, and the girl pops the champagne bottle and starts spraying all over the place. But he's got this big glass back to his house. So they're partying inside and she's popping champagne and he's just on the other side of the glass. Yeah. So it's like all this stuff that he's worked for, he's sacrificed so much, his friendships, everything, and he's on the other side of the glass Mm -hmm. from the party. Mm -hmm. And like that to me, I was like, that's like a crazy metaphor. And then lastly is after Eduardo blows up and breaks his computer and then they all go off to the party and he's looking at the I'm CEO bitch business cards <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and just the look on his face of just like, what have I done? Mm-hmm. So I think those are the scenes that like round out Zuckerberg as a character. Well, and even after he um, gets off the phone with Sean and finds out that he's like, he like got arrested and just like his <clears throat> face right there, like he's just like. I'm done with you people. Like, that helps out a lot as well. I Isn't think. that the same scene? He mm-hmm. gets off the phone with, with Sean. Yeah, oh, and, and then he looks, and then at, he looks at the business card. cards. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same scene. 
And he's like, well, I've screwed Eduardo. I, you know. Sean I, screwed me. Exactly. Um, which that's another really interesting part of this is the the dynamics between the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, there's just, there's a lot of pride being thrown around. But there's also a lot of, like, people wanting to make the wrong people proud, mm-hmm. I think. Because the Winklevi are always obsessed with their father. What's their father going to think and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, right? Um, but even the the one scene that we get with their father is the rowing scene. Mm-hmm. And he comes in and all, and really the only line of dialogue we get from him is he's like, why would I ever be mad at you for losing a race like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, maybe this guy isn't such a piece of crap and like isn't, like maybe they've built him up to be more than he is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's, it's you know, um, Mark trying to make Sean proud and Eduardo trying to make Mark proud and like mm-hmm. just all the the character dynamics are just incredible I think yeah I realized like halfway through the film I was like wait a second who am I rooting for like every single character is just a dick like I don't <laughs> like any of them I don't think Eduardo's a dick I <laughs> no, think Eduardo's I no, like Eduardo, genuinely good I loved yeah, him yeah. throughout the whole movie so no I agree but we were just like following Mark Zuckerberg pretty much and so I was like oh yeah like I want to root for Mark and then I was like wait no I don't like he screwed Eduardo over. Eduardo mm-hmm. totally deserves money. Well, I wrote this down. One of my notes, and I'll read it verbatim so that you guys don't think that I'm lying. But I wrote it down, and I said, it's a supervillain origin story. <laughs> like, that's what, what it is. For Lex Luthor and for, Batman v yeah, right? Superman. Exactly. This is the prequel to <gasps> the God, BBS. <gasps> it makes it better Dawn now. Justice. Martha, what did you say? <laughs> Martha, that was my mother's name. <laughs> I can't fight anybody with the same mother's <laughs> name as my mother. Even though every mom's name is Martha. So. I won't stab you with my kryptonite <laughs> spear now. That's you should. Not. I should go save Amy Adams from getting thrown off a building. <laughs> We're just going to tell the whole plot of Batman versus Superman now. Yeah, Martha dies. Doesn't she? I have no idea. I tried to block out that movie. I watched it. I don't know if I watched it all all the way through. The whole time I was just making remember. jokes and not paying attention. So. One thing about Batman versus Superman <laughs> is <laughs> the, a little uh, sidetracked here. The the opening scene to Batman versus Superman is great. That is a really good scene. Um, I don't remember. Except it. we don't need another origin story for Batman. Everyone knows what happened. See, I was fine with it because of how stylish it was. It was a really, really good, just visually stunning scene. Basically, that opening scene looks like a comic book. Mm-hmm. If you if you read different Batman comics, like there's specifically that scene where uh, the mugger like puts his pistol underneath uh, Batman's mom's pearl necklace. Martha. Martha. He puts his he puts his <laughs> pistol under Martha's pearl necklace and lifts it up. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that is a freaking comic book frame right there. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing about Batman versus mm. Superman. That's All the right. one thing about that movie. Is that the opening only scene? Thing. The one and only. <laughs> the opening scene had me so excited, and then it just downhill from there. Well, at least, uh, am I the only one? I didn't pick up that Gal Gadot was Wonder Woman until she showed up in costume. I was like, why is this girl everywhere? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is happening here? And all of a sudden, the like, what's her, her theme? The. Brain! 
her theme and she comes in and it's man you remember this movie so well i like don't remember i was it looking all. forward to it Zack snyder broke my heart um anyway back to the movie we so actually that's, watched that's today. enough about batman versus superman <laughs> um yeah the uh i made a couple more notes one is dialogue is obviously amazing i wrote that down because i feel like aaron sorkin could just film this podcast and then if he was like i'm gonna write a movie about this podcast being made and we would all seem extremely clever (laughs) and because seriously (laughs) Aaron don't already right Aaron Sorkin's dialogue is just like Gilmore Girls, but if they were smart. Because <laughs> people just talk so fast. Like people. A bit of trivia. I don't know if you know this trivia. I saw this on Reddit. Um, so I don't know if it's on the IMDb trivia. Um, the One of the production companies was like, this movie cannot be longer than two hours long or else we won't fund it. And so David Fincher filmed Aaron Sorkin reading the screenplay. And it came out to an hour and 59 minutes, which is the exact runtime of the movie. Oh, wait. And then didn't they had to speed up the dialogue because there was some. OK, I remember hearing something about that a long time ago. That's yeah. hilarious. Okay. That's yeah. so great. Um, another thing. Um, uh, the soundtrack, obviously. See, I got sold on the soundtrack. That freaking opening scene after he leaves the bar. And that piano note comes in. They're like, that to me, I was like, okay, this is amazing. (laughs) Like, just, uh, they do all the right things. I was actually, one of the trivia that I read is that um, that song, when they recorded it, they moved the piano far away from the microphone and the recording device. So it sounded a lot more distant, which made it a lot better so hmm. really good yeah it's pretty cool i kind of want to watch that scene again because i was like really paying attention me either <laughs> oops this is what we do we don't pay attention to the movies even though the podcast is literally we watch <laughs> movies and then talk about them there's <laughs> so much oops. going on though <laughs> i was just excited for army hammer i'm sorry i couldn't pay attention to the music this was my first time watching this movie which is kind of sad but <laughs> I was just in it for the ride. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, and then finally, Jesse Eisenberg's performance. Um, I wrote that he was empty but alert, in that like he kind of seemed to have like he has like dead eyes in this movie, mm-hmm. but he's oh, always yeah. very alert of what's happening. He's a mixture of being outrageously arrogant and wildly insecure. Mm-hmm. Like again, he's just always trying to make Sean Parker happy. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, Sean Parker's kind of a douche. (laughs) And then the last one is just how incredibly stubborn he is. And one of my favorite freaking bits of dialogue is when uh, the Winklevi's attorney is questioning him. And he's there. He's asking about like his involvement in Harvard Connect or whatever it's called. And he's like. They asked you to come help, yes. And he's like, they asked me. And did you say yes? He's like, I'm in the middle of two lawsuits, blah, 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 blah. He's like, did you say yes? And he's like, refusing to answer. <laughs> and then finally his lawyer's like, 
what did you say? He's like, I said I would help. He like, he, for some reason, he has decided that that is the hill to die on and he will not answer <laughs> yes to that question. <laughs> and I'm like, this dude is like impressively stubborn. Good for him. Yeah. And now he's just out there smoking meats. <laughs> In his backyard. <laughs> oh, man. Brisket and ribs. <laughs> Brisket and ribs. Sweet baby rays. Sweet, sweet, sweet baby rays. I just Sweet love the pauses where he just sits there, and then like, the, or is like his his the laugh. Creepy laugh. <laughs> I really wish this was a video podcast so we could just watch a loop of a uh, him his, laughing. No, of his smile at the congressional hearing. Oh yeah, have you guys oh seen that? Yes. I it's he's a robot. I think he's. he's I think, so scary. Yeah. I think Mark Zuckerberg died, and they replaced him with an android. I would not be surprised. What is that smile? I don't know. I don't like it. It's probably my smile half the time. It's like awkward. <laughs> if you could only see us right now, we're all making faces. We look great. He looks like the Joker. Wow. So yeah, those are my notes on the movie. Good notes. Thank you. Um, I had, so, trivia corner here. Trivia corner. Let's corner. see. Um, okay, so, the opening breakup scene with uh uh mark and shoot, what's her name rooney mara yes but the character anyway rooney mara's character um it says it was uh eight script pages and took 99 takes 99 yeah. wow that's that's some kubrick level stuff i know that's crazy um let's see um okay so i thought just Jesse Eisenberg was so good in this. Um, in one of the scenes, there's uh, Mark has a notepad and he's just like scribbling on it. Um, trivia says that it's it was Jesse Eisenberg's own idea, um, and it was just his way of assessing his own performance. Um, and he just you know write down what he thought was good and what was bad. And I thought that was really good. Is it? No. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. No, um, and then I saw another thing that apparently Jesse Eisenberg has really bad OCD. And this was a really hard role for him to be kind of sloppy and just not his normal character. And I just thought it was so good. And what is it? The is it the deposition with Eduardo that he's got like the T-shirt and then the white button up shirt underneath and the sleeves are like rolled up to his shoulders. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good heavens. I wanted oh, to. Gosh. I was like, just wear a short sleeve shirt, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of look nice. But um, I saw another thing that. Uh, that Mark Zuckerberg said that it's not super accurate, but pretty much the most accurate thing is his wardrobe. And that's pretty much everything that he wore in the movie is what he wore in real life. Well, of course, Mark Zuckerberg's going to say it's not accurate. It made him look like a douchebag. That's bag. true. <laughs> when I first saw this, I was like, this was the height of Facebook. And I was like posting statuses like three, four times a day. And I was considering like writing a status like, oh, Mark Zuckerberg's such a jerk. But I was scared he was going to kick me off Facebook. <laughs> So I never wrote it. I'm sure that nobody has ever written a status like that and maintained their Facebook account. So yeah, maybe I'll go do it now because I would love to get kicked off Facebook. Yeah, yeah. did you know that they uh, they sold all of your data? but Or no, they're going to sell all of your data uh, next Wednesday. But if you post that you don't consent to it, then they're legally not allowed to. What? 
Have you guys not seen those go around? Like all the old uh, people end up oh, posting yeah. them. Okay, yeah. Where all the they're old like, they're like, all of your data it's is like, gonna be leaked next Wednesday. Like and you, repost this. Like and repost this, saying that <laughs> oh you don't gosh. consent. Like, Terms and services, Just, people. <laughs> all of my dying. grandma's Facebook repost. Everyone's grandma's Facebook. Yes. <laughs> that's how, that's. It's crazy how, like, looking at the story, how exclusive, like, the idea of Facebook was exclusivity. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the line, it shifted to ubiquity. Mm-hmm. Just everything and minions. That's all it is now. Minions and gun memes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's funny how bad Eduardo wanted to, like, get ads and how, like, they just wanted nothing to do with that. But that's how Facebook makes money now. Like... Yeah. So I was thinking about that and I I gotta side with Mark on this one. Because so here's the thing. Have you guys ever there's a game called Plague Inc. Have you guys ever heard of it? Nope. Or played it? So it's cool, it's a mobile game. Everybody out there could go download Plague Inc. It's really fun. Um but basically your idea is that you, you start in a country and you are a disease. And as you infect people you get currency and then you use that currency to either make your disease more infectious or to increase your symptoms or increase your resistance. And your idea is to infect and kill every person on earth. Right. Okay. So that's the game. <laughs> and we, I, I promise it ties in. We were talking about this game at work today and I was like, you know what the real strategy is? I was like, this is how you do it. I was like, you start in Madagascar. That's not important to the movie, but anybody out there who's playing Play Gang now, now you know, start in Madagascar because otherwise you'll never get it. Um, And you just, you only evolve how infectious your disease is. I'm like, if symptoms creep up, you pay to have them removed. Like, you have zero, zero, zero symptoms and you just make your disease as infectious as possible. And once you've infected, like, three quarters of the world, you just, like, turn on Ebola. And people start pooping out their lungs and stuff. And you just go nuts, right? And I think, like, that was the idea with Facebook. And that's what Mark was right about, is, like, Mm -hmm. he put it in everybody's hands. He made it so that people were totally dependent on Facebook. And then he turned on the ads. Yeah. Like, he was right. If you turned them on too early, it would have killed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's like, what it has going for it is it's cool. Mm -hmm. And I I, I think Mark was right on that one. Not that I don't love Eduardo. He's a good dude. And I think he had the company's best interest at heart. But in this one specific case, I think that they I think they made the right move. I mean, obviously, yeah, Facebook yeah. is, what did they say? In 2010, it was worth $25 billion. What's Jeez. it worth now? Jeez. I have no idea. I don't want to know. It's going to make up. me sad. What is Facebook worth? But I can only type with one hand because I have to hold my mouth. <laughs> yeah, with your hand. Okay, so stock in Facebook, $196. What is that's the... More than, that's pretty much more than in my bank account right now. <laughs> uh, well... I'm not joking. <laughs> um, let's see. I mean, they, they lost $37 billion in... Uh, March due to the data, the whole like Cambridge Analytica thing. Unsurprising. If you have thirty-seven billion dollars to lose, you're probably doing okay. Jeez. Where are we? It's stressing me out. So much money. So much money. 
So Zuckerberg owns seventy billion worth of shares. Jeez. I can't find. If anybody out there knows, let us know. Well, I love the comment Rashida Jones made in the movie where she was like, "Really, this is just a speeding ticket for you, right? Like Sixty-five 60, million yeah. dollars. Yeah. Like, I'll take sixty-five million dollars, please. Oh Seriously, gosh. like that's a speeding ticket, and that's like them settling for sixty-five million dollars. Like, ugh. and I just thought of this, but I love her character. She's really Rashida good Jones. Yeah. yeah. Because you watch this movie, and Mark is just demolishing people intellectually, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he plays the Winklevi, he plays Eduardo, he just plays, he just, he just, like, 4D chess, right? Like, outplays everybody in Mm -hmm. the movie. And then this girl, who was freaking (laughs) sitting in the corner saying nothing for the entire movie, comes in, and in two seconds convinces him that he has to settle convinces him he has to settle mm-hmm. and proves to him that he's not the smartest person in the room and the entire movie she's just in the background it gives her a few shots here or there and then when she comes in and she's like she's like you know why weren't you at that party and what about eduardo he's like well this and that she's like it doesn't matter the jury hates you mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like i just thought about that like what she does is prove to him in that moment that he's not the smartest person in the room and i think that's freaking dope and it also like shows that like people's opinions matter for him in his case anyway like the jury yeah because we are the jury yeah the american people we are the jury (laughs) and we all hate facebook but we still use it it's literally i have here on my uh, chrome bookmarks bar i have gmail and then facebook (laughs) are the first two i opened my facebook app uh five minutes ago so we were recording i know i got a notification <laughs> i had to check it out <laughs> i have unanswered texts all right we, same here it can wait <laughs> i'm sorry okay it was just natural reflex to go with facebook which is bad that's what i'm saying oh, i know and you scroll for like five or ten minutes and then you're like what am i doing with my life yeah 15 t- minutes later back on you Still know what here. you know what they get me with is you you watch a video and then it gives you a related video immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the video is really like two or three minutes long usually. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I'll just watch another one. <laughs> the next thing I know, I'm watching Facebook videos for like 25 minutes. <laughs> I actually really like the ads on Facebook. I mean, not all of them, but like on Facebook and Instagram, like the ones that are like catered towards me. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate them because <laughs> sometimes I get coupons. Like the other day I bought shoes because I saw an ad on Facebook. <laughs> Great. I'm glad. <laughs> I've been wanting those shoes for a long time, but and Facebook knew it, so I got it. Hey, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, if you're listening, um, <laughs> we we need to talk about the ads because their needs, and I'm not saying that like I will accept targeted ads for the rest of my life, but I need there to be a button that says I've already bought this. Yes, I do agree with that. Because the amount of times that I get on Amazon, look something up, purchase it, and then five minutes later, I'm seeing ads for the very thing that I just purchased. Like, guys, get it together. Show me something else. I'll say, I bought this. Show me something related. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. You know what I mean? If I if I bought the Blu-ray for Inside Lewin Davis, which I did just last a few days ago, <laughs> I should be able to say, I just bought this Blu-ray. And then, hey, you know what? Maybe it shows me an Oh Brother, Where Art Thou Blu-ray. 
And maybe I buy that too. <laughs> I'm probably going to go buy the Oh Brother, Where Art Thou Blu-ray. Do it. Immediately after this podcast. <laughs> I just targeted ad myself. Okay, Mark Zuckerberg, if you're listening. Mark Zuckerberg, hire me. It's not a problem for me because I don't have enough money to actually buy the stuff I'm looking at. So still sitting in my cart. So not a problem for me, Mark. Keep on trucking. <laughs> you're doing great. Um. Mark Zuckerberg, hire me. I will. I hate Facebook, but if you pay me enough, I will sell my morals to be your employee. <laughs> I hope you're listening. Um, also, so right now we have what? We've got uh, standing invitations for... Dev Patel. Dev Patel and Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Yes. I'm going to say it. Mark Zuckerberg, if you want to come on the show... We would love... To just look at your pasty face <laughs> and probably just make fun of you, but it's okay. We, you can just sit at the end of the table and just smile. Just at talk us. about your brisket. Mark, <laughs> drink your water. Mark, I want to let you know that we also have a smoker, and if you want to come smoke some brisket with some sweet baby rays, we can have a barbecue. We'll video it. We'll Facebook Live it. The backyard is bigger than yours. Yes. So. That may make him feel uncomfortable, though. Brisket and ribs. Sweet baby rays. Sweet. <laughs> We've applied the sweet baby rays. It's just so creepy. Everything so he awkward. says. Everything he says is it's so hilarious. creepy. Also, why was he sitting on a booster seat when he was talking to Congress? I'm still confused by that. Was he? Oh yeah, yeah he I saw pictures of that. Excuse me. <laughs> it was just like a bigger like. Like cushion. he was just like a little baby. <laughs> just. Everything about that is so funny. I've s- There's the bad lip reading video. I, I've seen. I started it. Mark it's like Zuckerberg so great. Like Twenty minutes. Seat. I don't know. I don't think it was too long because I watched all of it and I laughed the entire time. <laughs> Which one? The bad lip reading. Oh, they're great. They're, they're so, great. so funny. <laughs> we should watch it after this. We should. He is on a booster seat. Why? He's not a short man. No. He doesn't need a booster seat. Maybe he's got hemorrhoids. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, do you have hemorrhoids? Well, he's always sitting and working on his computer. Dude, it's he's like... It's fair. He's, he's part robot, he's so... He's pencil he's, thin, too. It's a cushion in his butt. <laughs> he must not eat... Holy cow. Look at this face. Alien. Oh, my gosh. gosh that could be in a horror movie. Gosh, he's disturbing. He's a reptilian. <laughs> Guys, do yourselves a favor. Just go Google pictures of Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> testifying to congress you could be entertained for hours this is a picture of mark zuckerberg's face <laughs> photoshopped onto a three-year-old in a star wars t-shirt in a booster seat so that was him looks from the same. just google mark zuckerberg booster seat because you never know what you're gonna find <laughs> he is great now, apparently stress can cause hemorrhoids so hey so take it easy, guys. Don't get stressed. Take a nice bath. This is a tweet here. Mark Zuckerberg in a booster seat looks like he's about to ask the waitress for chicken fingers and apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg looked disgusting. Booster seat protruding in his reptile skin before Congress. Very, very disrespectful. I told you he's reptilian. <laughs> this, is, this is a gold mine. <laughs> Mark... <laughs> 
This is a picture of Mark Zuckerberg in a in a baby's booster seat with a Burger King crown on, testifying to con- this is seriously a everybody everybody listening. Go Google Mark Zuckerberg booster seat. This is not a question. This right is now. a demand. Do it. Mark Zuckerberg on his way to court again, photoshopped onto or photoshopped onto a picture of a baby in a booster seat. This is great. Um, save some pictures. Remember the Google search for. A- Rainy day, Just like it'll put make it your as a screensaver. Go ahead. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> so good. So how does Facebook make money then, Mr. Zuckerberg? Ads. Senator, we sell ads. <laughs> That's one of the best moments from the freaking testimony. It's like we're four hours into this, Senator. We sell ads. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just so we can recap here. Uh, today we have covered not only the social network, but uh, Justin Timberlake's acting career, mm-hmm. the uh, Academy Award nominated song from Trolls. Mm-hmm. We've talked about uh, Aladdin and the King of Thieves. Oh yeah. <laughs> We've talked about uh, Batman versus Batman Superman. versus Superman. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, let's see. Talk let's just run through this. everything David Fincher has done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit of Inside Llewyn Davis. Uh, Benjamin old. Button. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. We're just all over today. We're all over the place. <laughs> We're covering everything. So let's see here. Uh, in the year that this came out, the nominees for Best Picture were The King's Speech, Black Swan, The Fighter, Inception, The Kids Are All Right, 127 Hours, The Social Network, Toy Story 3, True Grit, and Winter's Bone. Mm. Now, I have not seen Winter's Bone, The Kids Are All Right, or Black Swan. Okay. Or The King's Speech, actually. But The King's Speech one. I just watched King's Speech, and it's really good. Mm-hmm. Was it better than this movie? Mm, I mean, they're both very different. I would probably say that I like King's Speech better, but that's just me. Do we need to put it on our list of movies to review? I watched it like a month ago. So maybe okay, in like six months. Yes, okay. We can. I'd be willing to watch it. <laughs> okay. But I will say that as much as I do enjoy this movie, I think that probably 127 Hours and True Grit are both better. I probably have to say I so. mean, none of them won, so it mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I think that I am completely satisfied with what Social Network was nominated for and what it won. Mm-hmm. No like really, the yeah. editing really was fantastic, mm-hmm. especially during some of the uh, the higher tension scenes where they'd flash between the courtroom and not the courtroom. And mm-hmm. also, can we talk about how just freaking hard the uh, president of Harvard was? Oh, he was yes. scary. Yes. And please punch me in the face. <laughs> she just laughs. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm too dumb to get into the school to talk to this man. Well, and also, those guys totally deserved a talking to like that. That's kind of true. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They totally deserved that. Are you suggesting that I don't know what right and wrong is? Yes, I am. (laughs) What a a dick. Um, How many times have we said dick this episode? Someone keep a tally. Can we get a dick tally? (laughs) (laughs) Um final thoughts and we didn't we didn't do this for uh children of men last time but we're gonna do it this time and you can do children of men if you want to as well uh at a 10 rating oh, oh yeah so let's do children of men first because we didn't do it last time those of you who were really wanting it last time 
you get it now. Uh, Children of Men, I give it a 9.5 out of 10. And the only reason it's not a 10 is because There Will Be Blood Exists. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Yeah, I was thinking I would give Children of Men a 9 out of 10. I just don't know what movie deserves a 10 out of 10. I haven't seen it yet. There Will Be Blood. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen it yet. And Blade Runner 2049. (laughs) No. I would give Blade Runner like an 8. Still pretty high. That is pretty high, especially because you didn't really like it. I don't have to like a movie to think it's a good movie. <laughs> That's fair. We'll do Blade Runner someday. I'll okay. convince you guys. So, nine nine out of ten, Children of Men. All right, Children of Men. Uh, 9.3. 9.3. Right Going in the in middle. middle. An yep. aggregate score. Of, I don't know. Probably 9.3. Yeah, I think probably. so. I don't know. Because you said smart. 9. I, I said 9.5. You said 9.3. Yeah. I'd say it's Well, you probably pull it up. It's probably like a 9.28 or something like that. Yeah. Math majors out there. Check my math. Also, <laughs> incredible. Students. She's like, so you deposited $1,000. Yes. And then you deposited $18,000. <laughs> yes. So $19,000. Wait, hold on. I just want to check math. your math. <laughs> yep, that's right. I got the same thing. Oh, so great. Also, the other time when he was doodling on the paper, and then he just lifts the paper up. Do you guys remember that? No. He was just like coloring just like random things and everybody else was taking notes and then he just like lifts the paper up like like he's turning the page and everyone can see that he's just it's doodling. just scribbles <laughs> it was so great oh, like what a wish power I move. he just so obviously didn't care like gosh that's so great or was making sure to act like he didn't care uh-huh. it was great holy oh crap <laughs> all right and the social network i give the social network Um, so you guys are lucky because you get to think about yours while I do mine. Yeah. I give the social network a 7.8. I'm pretty close. I was thinking 7.5. I was leaning towards 7.5 too. An aggregate score of 7.69. Nice. <laughs> no. No, 7.8. 7.63. Yeah. Because there's two. 7.5. Yep. You for me. I don't know if that math is right. No, I could just I know. pretend. I failed stats. I didn't even take Act it. Act like you know what you're talking about and people will believe you. I know. They won't check our math, but now they will because we're talking about I'll it. Shoot. Buy some tan pants and you could go to the employee lounge at Target. That's <laughs> <laughs> a life hack. And a red shirt. I don't even think that's that important. <laughs> um, what else have we been watching? We've been watching an obscene amount of The Office. Yes, we have. Have we? Been, so this is we're doing this Thursday. We recorded the last one last Saturday. Have we even watched a movie since then? I don't think so. I, don't think so. I have. We've I will just watch carry the, the team. Uh, today I watched uh, a Fantastic Woman. The, um, oh, that's the one that won, right? Yes, won the best foreign film. It was oh. pretty good. I really liked it. Hmm. Um, what else have I watched? Oh, I watched Little Miss Sunshine last week. That hmm. one was really good. Um, it's got Steve Carell in it, right? Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah, he was really good in that one. And I saw Ocean's Eight. I'm sorry. Which was 
okay <laughs> it's all right you know girl power like that um everyone had great hair in it but uh, other than that it was kind of here's the thing a few reasons why i will not be seeing oceans eight and this is i mean one is your review anytime that anybody describes a movie with oh okay or what did you do yeah if that's your description of a movie like i probably don't need to see it yeah. um two is they did not get julia roberts mm-hmm. she's the original oceans lady yeah, that's pretty dumb um or Catherine zeta is she in the first one i'm really she's in seen... the i'm really seeing 11 so is she in 13 isn't that the i don't one, know if i've actually seen I think she's in Ocean's them. they're actually really good hmm like it was like Ocean's Eight was entertaining and good, but it wasn't as complicated as a plot as the first ones, which was disappointing. But hmm. let's see. Oh, Anne Hathaway is apparently in Ocean's Twelve. Yeah, she yeah. is. Catherine Zeta Jones is in Ocean's Twelve. Huh. The opening to Ocean's Twelve is freaking incredible when he goes and finds Brad Pitt at the hotel and he's in there with is it Topher Grace? I haven't seen Twelve. You haven't seen Ocean's Twelve? No, just great. Um, oh gosh darn it, they list in order of appearance too. <laughs> Stop. <That's a> thing. <laughs> she is not. So she does come in in Ocean's 12. I was right there. Um, so one, they didn't get Julie Roberts or Catherine Zeta back. Uh, two, Mindy Kaling bugs the crap out of me. She's not in it a whole lot, but yeah, she's she's not my favorite. I find her incredibly grating. <laughs> um... Yeah, mostly those things. Um, yeah, I think that's all the movies I've watched that are of note. Um, I'm going to see Hereditary on Saturday. Ooh. I'm pumped. That's what we're going to talk about next week, right? Yes. Yes. Very excited. When should we go see it? I don't know. <laughs> Still trying to decide if I want to see it again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I probably will go see it again, but. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> Good heavens. Ocean's 8 also lists an order of appearance. <laughs> What's going on? Also, Rihanna. When did we also, decide that Rihanna was an actor? They completely ruined, like, the plot twist to Ocean's 8. And just, uh, like, in all the promotions, they put Anne Hathaway. You can spoil it. Nobody cares. Yeah, Anne Hathaway. They put her as one of the members. And in the beginning of the movie, she's the one that's, like, their target. And so they pretty much just spoil that she's going to join up forces with them, which was stupid. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Hmm. So that was dumb. Yeah, it was. Is Rihanna wearing an eye patch? No. Oh, no. They're all wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Okay. Hers are just awful. <laughs> she wears a lot of mom jeans in that, which I can respect. Here's the thing. Janelle Monet, she can be an actress all she wants. I'm fine with that. She killed it in Moonlight. Uh, she killed it in Hidden Figures. Mm-hmm. Janelle Monet will take you as an actress. Rihanna. No, thank you. I thought you. she was great in that one little snippet of Valerian I've seen. And that's it. Valerian. And Battleship. You saw Battleship? I saw it on a date when it first came out, and it was not good. What a great date. <laughs> yeah. I still love him. He's one of my friends, though. But I still can't forgive him for taking me to see that. Battleship. She was in Battleship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She was good in This Is The End because everybody's good in that movie. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Michael is the star of that movie. <laughs> um, let's see. She apparently did some episodes of Bates Motel. What? She was in This Is The End, Battleship. 
Yeah, that's pretty much it. So Rihanna, stick to your strengths. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You do you. Do what makes you happy. She directed Bitch Better Have My Money. That's a crazy one. Okay, maybe maybe you're cool, Rihanna. I don't know. <laughs> but Janelle Monet will take you for sure. Please just keep <laughs> acting forever. For sure. Um, but yeah. We're right. going to go see Hereditary, yep. mm-hmm. and then we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because even, what, two weeks later, I still can't stop talking about it. But we won't watch <clears throat> it and then immediately talk about it. It's true. We're going to break the formula for this one. Um, I, I really do. I feel like pretty much every other day I come home, and Becca will be here, and I'm like, this thing about Hereditary. We were walking out of Jurassic <laughs> World last week. And we were talking about Hereditary. And we were talking about Hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> Um, completely forgot the movie we just watched two hours of. Let's think about the movie we saw two It was easy ago. to forget. It's kind of true. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. The Indoraptor. <laughs> 20 millions. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. Is it good stuff, though? No, it's really bad. Yeah. Please yeah. don't go see. No, do. Here's the thing. Do go see Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, though. It's everybody, got dinosaurs. Everybody should go see it. Just so that we can make sure that we get the third one. Because the third one, I think, is going to be awesome. I think it will, too. Freaking raptors in San Francisco. (laughs) Amazing. That'd be so cool. Make it happen. Yeah, let's make it. Let's make it work, everybody. But only make three, because then we got to let Chris Pratt go off and do other things. I think that's all that they're set for. And let's just make sure we get more um, Jeff Goldblum, please. More than the three minutes that he got in the last one. Life, uh... Finds a way. <laughs> this is uh, nature uh, <laughs> correcting itself. Welcome to Jurassic World. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else was I going to say? Oh, did you guys see there's um, a poster just got released for a movie starring Steve Carell and Timothy Chalamet. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I don't know anything about it, but I saw a poster oh with those okay. two. The tra- you have to watch this trailer. They just released it yesterday. Okay. It looks so good. I mean, I love Timothy Chalamet so much. But, it, um, okay, so it's called A Beautiful Boy, and it's based on a book, which is based on the true story of um, this kid, Nick, and his relationship with his family as he goes through his meth addiction. And it looks so, so good. So, Timothy Chalamet on meth. Yeah. All right. And that comes out this year? Mm-hmm. Comes out in October. Oscar season. That's exciting. The, the poster is awesome, though. I know. Have you seen the poster for a movie called Assassination Nation? It looks terrible. No, but I love everything <laughs> about that title. <laughs> it's got uh, Bella Thorne just with her tongue out, as you would normally see her. <laughs> I don't. I, Assassination. I saw a nation. teaser trailer and it made no sense. What is happening here? <laughs> she like licking blood. But it's got Bill Skarsgård, so I may just be seeing. What was that other movie that did it even come out that you were so excited about? Hurricane, Hurricane Heist. Heist. Oh my god! I did. I did not go see Hurricane Heist. Did it come out? Yeah. Yeah. Mostly I because I, I, I don't want to ruin it for myself. I feel like I have an idea in my head of what Hurricane Heist is or should be. 
and I have no desire to be disappointed. The trailer was so bad. Because I really just imagine the ending. Which one is it? You guys won't know. I think it's the ending of Fast Five. It's either it's either Fast and Furious or Fast Five. I don't remember where they they hook up a giant safe to the back of some sports cars and they drive the safe around the streets of the city and they're like taking out cars and buildings and stuff and i just imagine an hour and a half version of that scene but there's a hurricane (laughs) (laughs) i've seen a video on it and you probably shouldn't watch it because you're gonna be disappointed (laughs) that's what i'm saying so yeah yeah man let me know if i should go watch hurricane heist based on my expectations i think no <laughs> probably not probably but not. same reason i didn't go see strangers too oh yeah i forgot about that one like i love the first strangers but what were you envisioning for the second one i mean you can only like slice live tyler's throat so many times <laughs> you know what i mean and i think it's just once <laughs> mm, yeah i don't think you're gonna get that in the second one hang on while we're talking about this I hate Liv Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) She's not my favorite. I cannot stand her. She kind of ruined Lord of the Rings for me. Hello, my name is Steven Tyler. (laughs) Steven Tyler is my dad. But I am in movies now. And they hire 16 sound guys just to capture my voice. Because this is as loud as it gets. <laughs> Did I mention that my dad is Steven Tyler from Aerosmith? Like, just speak up, woman. I don't know. Woo. All right. We talked about a lot of stuff today. Yeah, we did. Covered a lot of ground. Definitely. Um, but yeah, social network. Watch Hope it. Hope you enjoyed Watch our podcast. Watch it. Good one. Yeah. We're trying to be, here's the thing. I'm trying to be with my 10, with my out of 10 ratings. I'm trying to be as honest as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Like a five out of 10 is a movie that I 50% enjoyed. Yeah. Right. So when I give this thing a 7.8, I think it's great. That's a, that's yeah. a yeah. very, very, yeah. very good movie. It is. Um, Just Children Definitely of Men happens would to recommend. be freaking dope. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Go watch The Social Network, Jesse Eisenberg. You don't have a standing invitation. <laughs> but if you would like to come on, contact come. us and we can work we'll it out. We'll let you know. <laughs> you can come along with Mark. Just tag along with Mark Zuckerberg. That would be interesting. Mark Zuckerberg and Jesse Eisenberg oh sitting across from one another at a table. Two booster seats. Two booster seats. Yes. <laughs> and Jesse will just imitate everything he does. <laughs> and we'll smoke some brisket. <laughs> Sounds like a great evening. I can't wait. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us, listeners, if you're out there. Hopefully you're out there. Please be out there. (laughs) I don't want to be wasting my time. We're counting on you. Than my mom. Mom. I don't even think she'd approve of this. (laughs) Right. You did say twat. (laughs) Mom, please don't listen to this episode. (laughs) Put that at the end. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, And goodbye.